Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. If you're just joining us, my guest today is pediatrician Jose Tavares, who is with First Physicians Group, which has, of course, now a pediatric practice in Lakewood Ranch. So if you're interested in knowing more about it, you can give them a call, 366-3000, It was big news headlines when First Physicians Group acquired the pediatric practice. And now it just seems like old hat. Well, of course, First Physicians has a pediatric practice. Of course it does. But it really was a big deal. So now you are joining this very esteemed group. And uh, and some of these pediatricians have been there for decades. Catherine Keeley and, I mean, just people who who are like family members. During the break, you and I were talking about how one of the things you love about being a pediatrician is that you sort of are accepted by a family as part of the family. Tell me about that. Uh, well, yes. And I was telling you that's one of the main reasons why I became a pediatrician, okay? Because I feel like, um, and this is what I tell my patients when I see them for the first time in the hospital, like newborn, I tell them, I don't want to see me like your doctor. I'm part of your family now. And, you know, my goal is to work with you to make, you know, this kid um, grow and develop well. And, you know, if something goes wrong, then I will be there to tell you. Um, and something that I tell them too is, you know, if, if you don't like something, you tell me. If I don't like something, I tell you. So we have to have this open uh, two ways um, communication. And this is this is what I love of, of this, you know, is be part of, be part of that family and be there for for them and know that they can trust on me. So this is this is the beauty for me of being a pediatrician. It's not just like the doctor. It's, it's, right. It's, it's, it, I become, I see the kid grow, I see the kid do okay in school or help them if I have to help them to do better and then go to college, stuff like that. This is this is the beauty of, of being a primary care and a pediatrician. I agree. I feel that way about our pediatrician, Catherine Keeley, who happens to be in your practice. Uh, she's she's like a part of our family and, and uh, we've always thought of her that way. But you're a, a part of like thousands of families then when you become a pediatrician. So that, that that's very interesting that you can maintain that philosophy and approach. So one thing we do want to talk about, which is so important when it comes to children and, and healthcare, is flu season because flu strikes uh, many, many thousands of people every single year. And I think it kills about 40,000 people every year. Some of them are children. So it's very important to get your flu shot. A lot of people have a fear or uh, they don't want to get a, a flu shot for whatever reason that they have. Maybe they've heard things that aren't accurate, but you really do need your flu shot. I think it's recommended for everybody six months or older, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Flu shot is, you know, for me and my patients, I tell them, you need the flu shot. And one of the most common questions that we have is, but my kid is going to have flu, is going to have the flu. And they ask you, if I give the flu shot, is my kid going to get the flu in two days, in three days? No. That's, that's not true. Please, nobody believe this. If you get the flu shot, the flu shot won't give you the flu. The flu, it, it's dead flu antigen. I mean, yeah, it's... but you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it because you it's, it's it. dead. You it's it. not live. And uh, there's only one flu shot, I think, that has any live uh, antigen in it. And, and that's not the kind we give children. Well, um, last year we have some nasal... That well, was, there, there was this continue right? for CDC yeah. now. Yeah, okay. it's. I think no, it's not recommended for anyone anymore. No, right now it's yeah. discontinued. So, yeah. and that that was flu mist. Yeah, we're going back and study studying the flu mist to see, you know, if it's going to work or not. But right now, it's just a shot. Yeah. Okay. But um, what people have to understand, you don't get the flu because of the flu shot. Mm -hmm. That's not true. You can get the flu shot, like, you know, for sure, you won't get the flu. Right. 
And and let's talk a little bit. I was saying before we went to the break that it, it can be very tricky to discern or distinguish the difference between flu and a cold and a sinus infection. So let's talk about each one and, and what it is and the symptoms and how you can figure it out. So a cold, common cold, I think, what, there are more than 200 different viruses that make up the common cold family, right? Yeah. Common cold is, is as you said, is difficult. Uh, basically, kids will have sore throat, uh, they will have nasal congestion, they can have cough, they can even have headaches, and and but it's a cold, okay? It's a cold, it's going to be there for 10, 14 days. Sometimes the cough can last even more than two weeks, and this is, you know, trying to be conservative, the cough can last even more, three to four weeks, and mm-hmm. that's still okay. Um, but then, in some, in some cases, when the cold lasts for a long time and the kids start having headaches, and depending on the age, then we may call a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you know, it's supportive treatment. And that's the most important thing that I would like everyone to know. You don't need to take antibiotics for a common cold. You don't need to take antibiotics uh, if you have a sore throat, if you have nasal congestion, if you have a cough. It won't do anything, it's, right. especially because most of them, is, you know, they are vital. If, it, if it's a virus, you don't take antibiotics. You don't take if antibiotics. If it's not bacterial, you don't take antibiotics bacterial medication. So so this is something that a lot of parents don't really understand. You take your child to the pediatrician. You just want something that's going to make your child feel better. You, your heart is ripped out because you feel so bad that your child feels bad. Give me something right now. But if you're taking an antibiotic, um, even though it's just a virus, then that can lead to antibiotics resistance. Yeah, it won't do anything. It won't do anything. So basically when you have a like a common cold, um, it will be supportive care. You know, like nasal suctioning, uh, nasal spray, normal sickness spray. Some Sometimes we recommend humidifier and those kind of things. And but most important, no, no antibiotics and no cough medication over the counter mm-hmm. because most of them, they have side effects and they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they, don't, they, don't, they don't help that much. And we have this complaint all the time, oh, but make his coughing so much. Actually, cough is a reflex. And when you cough, it's something good. Mm-hmm. You're trying to take things out. So... And we tell them, we know that it's uncomfortable, but let them, it's going to go away. And there are other things, though, that can help. I mean, what about a nebulizer and using that for your child to help get uh, the the secretion out and, and things like that? Actually, this is a really, really good question um, because we have nebulizer. Um, most of the time we use it with a medication called albuterol, okay? And this is a medication that we use when we have what we call bronchoconstriction, which happen in many diseases like asthma, for example. Um, and when the kid use a nebulizer with albuterol, basically we're trying to target, you know, their bronchioles, you know, that, that part of the lung that, that is... Cough. That cough. Yeah, yeah. That part of the lung that is uh, tight, okay? Mm-hmm. And when we can hear the wheezing in your chest yes. and some other things, then we prescribe the albuterol on the machine. But the machine itself, the nebulizer, it doesn't... You don't have to use it if you have a common cold. Right, You right. don't have to. Because what happens is that if you continue, you, if you use the albuterol, you know, and you don't have indica- like real indication for it, first of all, um, in the future, you won't respond the same way mm-hmm. when you really need the albuterol. Sure. And second, you're going to have a lot of side effects from the right. medication, like tachycardia, the kid's going to be hyperactive. Right, the fast heartbeat. And 
for something that you don't even need. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I think as parents, we can tell if that cough has gone down to the chest and it's a very soupy, thick, thick cough and it's in the chest. And, and that's the, those are the cases when it, and you have to, it's prescription. You have to talk to your pediatrician in, in order to get the albuterol, but that's when it can really help. Not the antibiotics necessarily, unless it's, you suspect that it's bacterial. But for the albuterol, I will recommend the parents before going and using the albuterol, please let your pediatrician take a look and listen to the kid uh, because you may be using. And I like this question because this is something that we see a lot. Really? People um, can just use it on their own without love, talking to their doctor People first. love to use albuterol a lot um, because the thing is that they see that the kid most of the time improve because they get the humidifier effect mm, of mm-hmm. the machine. All right, so so let, let's talk about the humidifier that you can just get in a drugstore. You don't need a prescription for it, and mm-hmm. it sort of takes uh, water and blows it into a mist, and you have it in the room. It's more humid. When my kids were really little, we did the old thing of you stand in the shower, the hot, hot, uh, have the shower going. You don't stand in the shower. You have the hot, hot shower going and all the steam in the shower, and then you go out into the cold, yeah. uh, colder air. So, and that, that hot, cold, yeah, hot, sometime cold. Reco- Sometimes I recommend that, uh, but the humidifier is something that may help. Something that um, I feel it helps most of the time is Beaks. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know. There, that does re- really seem to help that old fashioned Vicks Vapor. The old fashioned hip. You can even put beep. it on people's yeah. feet. I yeah. don't know why that works. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, the AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics, um, we have a lot of studies based on, on Beaks. And some of them, they said that it may be har- harmful, especially if you have a kid um, with airway sensitive. Mm. Okay. But um, in my own experience, you know, I tell the parents, okay, this is what the AAP recommends and this is what they say. But in my own experience, you know, most of my patients, I recommend it. They love it and, and they do okay. Actually, when I was a kid, I, have, I had asthma mm. and we didn't have naps by then. Okay, we didn't have a butyl machine and I survived based on Vicks. We still use Vicks in our family and my kids are so much older now. We well, still use it. I use it in my own yeah. against whatever AP sometimes mentioned. <laughs> it really does help. But with Vicks, you can't put it too close to the nose. You don't want to get it anywhere near the mouth. We do the chest, know. the feet. Yeah. That's what I do. And feet, which is so crazy. Why yes. does it work when you put it on your feet? Why does it make you stop I, I, coughing? I think that that's nothing to do. It's know. just maybe it, it's an old, but, is, it, but it works. Maybe it's just psychological. This is something that, I don't know, a our culture or something. I, yes. Okay. Placebo effect, maybe. All right. So so if you have a cold, um, you, you will get over the cold in time. And you, you just have to give it at least seven days. At least, but usually it's longer. But after seven days, don't you think that it's important to then take your child to a pediatrician? Uh, well, um, yes, of course. Um, or just give them a call. Sometimes we like to see them, and it depends on the age of the patient. Okay, if I have a, a kid that is four months of age, you know, any infant, I would like to see any infant that has, you know, with cold symptoms to make sure that it's just a cold. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you have a cold that is lasting a long time, I will say when I have week, two weeks, of course we want to see them because... Um, they can resolve by themselves, but if they don't resolve by themselves, then we can have like ear infection or uh, sore, right. you know, problem in the throat, stuff like that. All right. So much more to know. And we want to find out about how can you tell if it's a sinus infection and what about flu? This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. More with Dr. Jose Tavares in just a second. Stay with us.